Hello and welcome to I Don't Know What I'm Talking About. This is going to be the last Monday episode that you get for a short while. Well, happy Monday, everyone. How was your weekend? I hope it was as beautiful as you are. Yeah, as I mentioned at the very, very beginning of the podcast just there, I shan't be doing any more uh, Monday episodes for a while after this one. Um, not, not, Not for too long. All it is is life has just... Life has become very busy again recently. Um, I've been casting Kinky Boots, I'm also doing a one night concert in the middle of November which I am rehearsing three days a week for which is silly really in the grand scheme of things Um, but basically once that's over and I've taken up badminton with my friends, we'll talk about that in a moment, I can't believe I forgot I did that, I did that like four weeks ago. I don't know why I hadn't mentioned it on the podcast before. Anyway, so yeah, so because I'm doing a lot and because a lot of my time is being taken up by the rehearsals for this one night concert in the middle of November, I am going to have to put the podcast back to just one a week, at least until December. So hopefully come December, you should have me back twice a week, assuming that's what you want. Fingers crossed you do, (laughs) because this is what you're going to get. So yeah, once this concert's over, I'll have basically three days of my life back again per week. Uh, And then I'll only only have to focus on uh, rehearsing for Kinky Boots, which is just two days a week. Which is, and and it's like for three hours per, you know, per per rehearsal, which is not a lot of time at all. Whereas this other show I'm rehearsing for literally like from 10am till 6pm and it's, it's, it's ludicrous. So uh yeah, once they're out of the way, um I'm gonna I'm gonna focus hundred percent on the podcast. And I don't know if I've said this publicly, I've said it to a couple of friends. Once I've done Kinky Boots, I am gonna take a bit of a break from the amateur dramatics for a while. Uh there are a couple of other shows coming up that I'd that I I would I would not mind doing. I'd, I'd be quite keen to do, but for me personally and I know I talk a lot about mental health on this podcast and you know you you you've got you've got to put you've got to put yourself first in that in in that respect and personally where my heart currently is is doing this podcast spending time with my with my wife and my dog and I do get to spend time with my wife at rehearsals as well because she's in kinky boots and she's also chairperson of the society that are doing kinky boots I, you know, people are probably now going, oh, so that's why he's the lead, because he's boning the leader, or whatever. I like to think I get in off my own merit, I like to think. So yeah, I've got to put myself first, and I, I, I want to spend more time on the podcast, I want to spend more time with my wife, and I want to spend more time with my dog, I want to spend more time on myself as well, I want to have nights in, Um, at the minute, I've, I just don't have, I don't have a single free night to myself, and I work 11-hour shifts at work, I'm just going to run myself into the ground. So yes, after after Kinky Boots, I'm going to be taking a hiatus from doing any amateur dramatics. 
and uh, unfortunately I will be saying no to any to any requests <laughs> as if I'm going to get any requests that makes me sound like people request me they don't it's not it, it's just what you have to understand is in the amateur dramatics world males in particular are quite highly sought after because there's not a huge amount of men who openly want to go up on stage and sing and dance for fun so uh, yeah that's that and i have taken up badminton that's something i want that's something i'm doing for myself as well so and because that's not like i'm 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 not committed to that so for instance now i am committed to kinky boots if i was to turn around and say i don't want to do it anymore that lets down a whole bunch of people you know, and then the casting committee would have to go away again and 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 look at recasting the part that I was casting, and it it would create like a backlog of tension probably. Whereas with badminton, I can just go, "Hey guys, sir, I can't make it this week. Just play without me. It's fine." So yeah, I'm not contractually obliged to uh, to always turn up to badminton, but badminton is something that I enjoy doing something that is good for me because it gets me moving and gets me uh, active without feeling it's like it's exercise without feeling like exercise it's just a game isn't it and it's it's fun it's just guys having fun and burning calories that's the way i like to look at it and with any you know with any luck i'll uh, lose some inches around the waist and uh, feel a bit healthier in myself feel a bit better for it I think that's about as much as I wanted to catch up with you on, really. I just wanted to basically say that, yeah, this is the last Monday episode you'll hear in a while, and I'm doing things for me moving forwards. And you should do things for you. You are your own person. As Oscar Wilde once said, be yourself because everyone else is already taken. You have to put yourself first. Don't do things because you think it's the right thing to do for someone else. <clears throat> that could be taken out of context. Do like, you know, if if someone, you know, if you're a firefighter and someone's in a, a, a house that's burning down, absolutely go in and save them. Um, but you know, I, you know what I mean? Do, do things that are right for you and your mental health. Make choices that are right for you and, and your mindset. Before I waffle on anymore, shall we dive into the main bulk of the episode and spin the wheel for the first time today? Let's do it, shall we? Boy Scouts! Boy Scouts! I was in the Boy Scouts uh, years and years ago because I'm 30 now and I was... Wait, how old would I have been when I was in the Boy Scouts? I would have been... Well, no, actually I was never in the Scouts... I was in the Beavers. Um, pause for laughter from people who are prob people who aren't English, and probably don't know that. So in the UK we have um, the Beavers, the Cubs, and the Scouts. I think this is just me speaking from uh, a place of ignorance and a place of just having watched some Amer American television. I think in America they they have like Boy Scouts, which realistically you should just refer to as the scouts if i'm honest with you anyone can be a scout if they want to be a scout similarly anyone can be a brownie if they want to be a brownie um or a guide or what wait so you've got 
I'm just talking about the UK now. So you've got, and these were, I'm talking back in my day, these were, you had like the boy side and the girl side. Nowadays, I'm hoping at least, it's a mixed bag and anyone can just do anything. This is, you'd like to hope that this is the way, but you would have the the beavers, the cubs and the scouts, and then the rainbows, the brownies and the guides. I think I've got that right. And I was in the beavers when I... When I was younger, I was probably, at the, I think, is it you, you, you were between the ages of six and eight. I think, I think I was, is when I was in the Beavers and I did graduate to cub level, but it wasn't long after that. I completely lost interest. I did so many activities when I was a kid and bless my dad. He, shout out to Ian Wilkinson. Okay. Because this man took me everywhere. When I was at Beavers, uh, when I was at Scouts, I did Kung Fu for a little bit. He took me there. Um, I went to... Where else did I go? There was like a youth group I went to, I think maybe once, which was down the road from my house. And There was a church down the road from my parents' house. I think there was a youth group there. I think I went to one of those. I think I also did either judo or taekwondo. I think I went to one of those. I did, um, obviously, with with having my uh, sort of passion for acting and performance, I had um, I had an audition once for the BYFA, which is the British Youth Film Academy, and I had to be taken out of school for it. And my dad had to take a day off work to drive me like 20 miles away to this to to this university where there were auditions and he took the entire day off work and he literally sat there all day by himself and waited for me to do my audition and then leave and I didn't even get the part but he like he stuck around and and stuck it out and uh, I fully believe he is the reason I am who I am today I like to think I molded a lot of myself on him and I'm proud of myself for that so there we go there's a little bit of an emotional backstory of uh, me and my childhood activities where my, my dad would all, always just take me to them. There was uh, an occasion where we, so, um, oh, well, two come to mind. This is one of the things I love about this podcast is it, it regurgitates memories that I didn't even know I had anymore until I start like forcing myself to reminisce about things like I wouldn't just sit here and 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 think about my time at the at the Beavers or the Cubs, but now that I've been forced to, things are just coming into my mind. I remember a, a time when there was this like they they gave us this home. Well, it wasn't really homework. It was just like a like a thing, and they said, "Oh, here's an arts and crafts thing that you can do at home if you want." And it was to build this car, build like a little car out of just things that you find around the house. And my dad. I remember it so clearly and I don't know why now, why I remember it now because I wouldn't have remembered it yesterday had I not been forced to think about this stuff. He he made this little car out of basically um, an empty Radox bottle that he'd cut the top out of, forced some um, like toothpicks through, through the, through the bottle almost like to create like a chassis and then put some wheels on and I think they were like 
the lids off aerosol cans or something and he'd made this really cool little car for me and then put a womble in it we had a little womble teddy and we put that in it and then i took it to 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 show my to show the scoutmaster but i got i got really embarrassed and decided no 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 i don't want to take it i don't want to take it because i I, I don't know why I chickened out and I basically said to my dad, no, take it home, take it home. And dad, you know, for the legend that he is, took it home. And, and I don't know if I ever saw it again then. But why did I chicken out taking that? I think what had essentially happened is I I thought I had misunderstood the assignment. And oh, that was it. So I, I, I thought... They had said, go home and make one, which I did with my dad. Well, my dad made it for me. Uh, and then when we brought it in, it turned out that actually the Scoutmaster had told us, we're going to be making them in the next session. So bring the materials with you. And I just, I, I suddenly had a freak out moment where I was like, oh no, I've actually made one and I shouldn't have made one. Oh God, dad, take it home with you. I don't want it to be here. Don't like, it's... Like, I'm going to get in trouble or something like that. I think it was that. It's amazing how these memories can just come out when you're sort of, you know, like I said, forced to think about these things. Um, another thing that we got told to make once was a joke book. And they basically said, you know, you fold this paper, almost a little bit like an origami challenge. They showed us how to fold this paper, in, like an a, just an A4 sheet, fold it in a way that it would it would then open into like a four-page little, tiny little booklet. And on each page, they wanted us to write a joke and illustrate the joke. And um, again, this was my dad. I, I put some pretty standard jokes, pretty standard kid jokes on the um, on 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 most of the pages. And on the very last page, my dad was like, "Oh, write this one," and it was quite a grown-up joke for a for an eight-year-old. It wasn't like a proper sick joke or anything like that. It it was. Um, it was something I can't remember the joke at all, but it 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 definitely the word pillock was in it. I think the punchline was, and you're not going to laugh because I haven't done the setup to the joke. I can't remember the setup to the joke, but I remember the punchline was, "That's you, you pillock." And my scout master, my scout leader, wasn't chuffed that I, an eight-year-old, had produced. Uh, a booklet with the word pillock in it. I feel like if this joke was told in a group of older friends, pillock would be a much uh, a, a much more descriptive word, let's say. But dad, dad told me to say pillock and I felt really rebellious because my scoutmaster was like, um, oh, I'm not sure I would have used that word if I'm honest with you, Sean. I was like, okay, thanks, Mowgli. Oh, probably should point out, um, all of our scout leaders were named after Jungle Book characters. <laughs> so we had Mowgli. Mowgli was like our head. She had a helper who was called Baloo. And then there was another person who came sometimes called Car. Car is the snake, I think. Not car as in something that you drive, as in what was the topic from the last episode car as in is it just ka well that, that in itself is a car isn't it that's a brand of car ford ka oh this is like podception i'm emerging episodes now last episode was cars and now 
I don't know why I'm out of the blue talking about cars again. I don't know if, um, in fact, I I know for a fact that no one else does this. Um, I was just going to say, I don't know if uh, any other countries or any any of the people listening from other countries will will celebrate this, but we, they definitely won't. Uh, We celebrate something every year called Guy Fawkes Night. Uh, remember, remember the 5th of November, gunpowder, treason and plot and blah, blah, blah. Um, and our scout hut has a, like a big field on the back of it. And every year they would have a, a bonfire and a fireworks show. And this one year they told us to call, they told us to come dressed as Guy Fawkes. And looking back now, you can't like, you what you're essentially saying is, Hey, eight year olds, why don't you all come dressed as terrorists to this event? Um, so we had to basically wear like old time, like look like we're wearing old timey shirt and trousers. I think mum did just put me in like a random shirt and trousers set. And then we had to put like foil buckles. These were, I think this was something mum, mum definitely helped with because it was, it was clothing rather than like arts and crafts. Uh, and then I would wear like my school shoes, but mum, mum had put like a foil buckle on uh, across the, well, like a buckle made out of like foil uh, across my shoes and then I had a hat again with a with like a foil buckle on so, so as to look like Guy Fawkes dressed as a terrorist but we so it was our job basically as the, as the beavers as the cub the cub scouts was to walk around with buckets at this event because it was a huge event there were lots of people there uh, with the you know the bonfire night and the, the fireworks and whatnot and it was our job to basically walk around in in pairs there's like me and another kid and we would have to walk around with these buckets asking people for money like penny for the guy or whatever it was you say i have such bad social anxiety even now i'm 30 years old and i wouldn't just wouldn't approach a, a human in the street unless it was desperately essential so they basically said to us go around and ask people if they'll put money in your bucket and my way of doing that was to loudly in front of people say to my friend something along the lines of I don't want to walk up to people and and say can you please put money in my bucket because I would be too embarrassed to to just walk up to people and say can you please put money in my bucket I, I would I would spouted some kind of bullshit along those lines and in the hopes that some adults would hear me and be like oh this kid yeah have some money uh i don't actually think i took any money that night at all not even a tiny little bit but i i I wouldn't remember anyway it was literally one night when i was around about eight years old i could have taken like 200 quid as far as i'm aware i don't know so boy scouts or just scouts it's 2023 let's finish there move on to the next topic for sake Okay, so the topic is frogs. Frogs. Just, you know, when it's just been like a long day and you're like, I definitely need to record an episode tonight. I'm saying this out loud as if you're, I'm, all I'm doing is talking to podcasters uh, <laughs> who all understand this struggle. You know, when it's been a long day and you just, you know, you have to record an episode, so you want it to be a nice, easy one. I got Boy Scouts. I, I talked quite freely about that. I brought up some nice memories, lovely. And then I get the next topic, and it's frogs. The only thing that's 
in my head now, and this is another childhood memory, and it's not a happy one, is when I came home from school once and found a frog in the mop bucket, clearly dead, foaming blood at its mouth. That's the only thing I can think of right now for frogs. That's what this podcast does to me, is it puts me on the spot. It's like, oh, here's some pressure for you. Now you've got to think of something to do with frogs. What's the what's the only thing you can currently think of to do with frogs? Oh yeah, that one time I came home from school and found a frog dead in the bucket. Cuz all all that frog, all that poor frog was doing was it wanted to get in from the cold. So it came in it came into mum and dad's back porch and if, oh, there's a mop bucket. It's got water in there. I'm a frog. I love water. Jump in. Water's got bleach in it. I come home from school, the frogs foaming at the mouth with like blood. So yeah, frogs. I actually could have used, I could have utilised that friggin' story that I told you a couple of weeks ago, if I hadn't already told it. The one where Heather and I went out onto the canal to try and find our, our friend's wedding ring, which he then later found on his kitchen sink or whatever it was. We went out that night, Puddle's got a mouthful of frog or toad or whatever it was. Either, it was either a toad or a really fat frog, and then he started foaming at the mouth. We got very concerned. Fortunately, touch wood, I'm not superstitious, but he's okay. He's been doing fine. Absolutely nothing wrong with him. (laughs) You know something? I can't even think of a time in my life when the word frog could have even been vaguely relevant in my life. In fact, do you know what I am going to do? I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm wimping out on this one, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to Google, because actually this is something that interests me quite a lot, is obviously the world of the paranormal, ghosts and UFOs and stuff. And one thing that I I love also, the idea of, don't necessarily believe in, are cryptids. Now, for those of you who don't know, a cryptid is an animal which is uh, claimed to have been seen by many but not officially recognized by science so for instance the Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, Mothman and one of those cryptids is called the Loveland Frogman and this is I I deeply deeply apologize to everyone listening to this this is where this is where my mind's headed right now and I'm gonna tell you now Bearing in mind, there are podcasts available, two of which I can think of in particular. One's called And That's Why We Drink, and the other one is called This Paranormal Life. There will probably be other podcasts that have covered this subject, but those podcasts in particular definitely have covered this subject because I've listened to them. And I'm going to tell you now about the Loveland Frogman from what I can remember from those episodes But go and listen to the actual episodes because they've got real information in. And I'm going to try and give you some facts about the Loveland Frogman from what I can just remember. I believe the first sighting of the Loveland Frogman was by, I think it, I don't know if it was the first one, but there was definitely at least one sighting uh, by a police officer, which most people say in these kinds of cases, give it kind of, you know, give it give it validity. If someone of like a professional rank 
says that they see this kind of thing, then a lot of people tend to tend to believe that. Or what I would say it is um, in that situation is psychology doesn't forgive anyone. You can be the smartest person on earth and still have hallucinations. You can be the smartest person on earth and still have sleep paralysis or misinterpret something. I will say that. Uh, even though, yeah, most people would say, oh my God, a police officer saw it. Then it must be real. We have to believe all police at all times. Uh, that's false. Let's, you know, I, I, I will draw a line under that, but do with that information what you will. Um, so there was at least one sighting by a police officer, but I don't know if it was this very, very first one, but someone was driving their car and then I think out of out of out of the woodland to the side i think they were driving and there was like a woodland to one side and then a lake on the other side again this is all from memory i've done zero research on this uh, and my memory could be deceiving me this thing jumps out in front of his car slams his brakes on i don't know if he hits it i can't remember but he's but before it disappears into the lake he notices it has this grayish greenish sort of slimy skin and he's a, it's about four feet tall, and it, and it, it, it holding, holding as well. By the way, plot twist, a wand like Harry Potter, and something happens along the lines of I think some fireballs come out of its wand, and uh, shoots at something before disappearing into the lake. There is a photograph of something that people claim is the Loveland Frogman which I will post on the Instagram page. So keep an eye out for that when this episode goes out. I fully apologize for how this is going because I'm disgusted at myself. So, and as well, after this particular sighting, when it sort of jumps these railings to, you know, like parkour style jumps, like puts the hands on the railings and like, like parkour, like over the railings into the water, and apparently on these railings, after this, like, beast had had jumped the railings, some, like, random scratches had been found on the railings with, like, green goop. I don't believe that the Loveland Frogman is real. That's just a story that I remember hearing from a couple of podcasts. There were more sightings, and there was a much more detailed backstory to it. I just can't remember it right now. That's that's what I can remember from memory. It's apparently the, fro- the, the Frogman of Loveland was... About four feet tall, greyish, greeny, scaly, slimy skin, and it carried a wand. It was like it was a little bit, a little bit like Dobby. Dobby, maybe, maybe it's just Dobby. Maybe it's Dobby the house elf knocking about with his little grey skin, carrying Lucius Malfoy's wand, shooting at people who try and run him over. Hey, Sean, what's a prime example of how not to cover a topic? It's this. I've got literally nothing else on frogs. Maybe I will have. I'll be. I will be lying in bed tonight. I'll be dozing, and then my brain will go, "Hey, do you remember that time?" And I'll just go, "Fuck!" Yes, of course I remember that time. But that really funny, incredible anecdote that I have about frogs that would have taken me twenty minutes to say. I don't have it now, though, unfortunately. So I'm going to close the podcast there <laughs> with uh, with deepest apologies. Thanks very much for listening. If you've got any comments, questions, topic suggestions, or if you just want to join in on any of the conversations that I've ever had on this podcast with any of the topics I've ever had, 
then you can email those to don'tknowwhatpod at gmail.com. If you click the Linktree link in the bio, then you can follow me on all of my other adventures, be they on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, or on TikTok, amongst others. I have also now placed the ticket link for Kinky Boots, if you want to come and see me play Charlie in Kinky Boots in April, if you find yourself in the Cheshire area at that time, then do come and watch, it's going to be a brilliant show. And if you could, please drop me a five-star review, bang me up the charts, so more people can listen to the podcast and access this phenomenal podcasting. People need to hear this. You know it, I know it. Thanks very much for listening. I will see you on Friday when I could be talking about literally anything. Bye.